live from the unemployment pavilion inside the cash pour room in beautiful downtown Auburn, California. It's Cocktails with Heather, starring Heather Diane. Whoop, whoop. Papaya Ascot, but you may call him Joe. Yes. And me, Mike Sutherland. On today's show, we talk about balloon popping fetishes. Why does sex change during a relationship? It feels really good when my phone vibrates in my pocket. <laughs> Heather shits on the misconception of family holidays and bringing your new significant other to parties. The drink of the day, the anus burner. Mm. And finally, we're going to end the show with a letter to the editors. Dear Miss Heather. Oh, oh, excellent. That's new. I like surprises. Makes me feel like drinking. Makes me feel like drinking. I'd play that makes me feel like dancing, but what? As Papaya Ascot, you are full of enzymes. What's up, Papaya? Cocktails on. (laughs) It's almost like he raised his hand for that. By the way, you guys can't see this at home, but he raised his hand for that. Like he needed to say something. Well, when Joe, when Papaya goes long, I, uh, Papaya, I, I raised my hand. Like we were doing, we were doing, um, this is what we forgot to do for the, for when we need to do this day two for the, uh, the the cruise. Right. So when we were doing the, the the vacation recap, Mm Mm-hmm. So, like, what did you do for a vacation recap? And Joe goes into some of his vacation recap, and then he goes into this whole thing about exercise and diet and yeah, whatever else. Yeah. It had nothing to do with the vacation recap. Yeah. So I'm sitting there, and <laughs> you're just staring I, at him. No, no, I just let him go on for whatever. And then finally, I'm like, I, I was waiting for it was the, like 15, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, I was waiting for the whole, you know, the whole thing to come wrapping around to the other side, you know, full circle, and it's not happening. You know, it's not a happening. bad storyteller. And then I raised my hand. I said. And he goes, yes. And I went, what does this have to do with your vacation? <laughs> oh, nothing. Oh, not a goddamn thing. <laughs> I'm so glad you asked. Not a goddamn thing. My problem is my pornos always start with the money shot first, and then and then it just goes to- And then it's just boring from there on out. Yeah. I and always, it ends with someone calling for a pizza. I always blow the, <laughs> the proverbial load right at the beginning of the story. Just blah, blah. Uh. Jo- jo- Joe's art of storytelling is off. <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah, story yeah. failing. Story feeling. So, story. So, uh, balloon popping fetishes. Okay, so the we, fuck we we talked about. I had we we've talked we talked about latex, which was which I I distinctly said was not balloons. Now I know that there are balloon fetishes. People that like to blow up balloons and like rub against them. Or, um, I saw this thing once on the interwebs or cable where it was like a guy and he had a bunch of like pool blow up toys in his in his room like and he said he had a relationship with multiple blow up toys great whatever but popping a balloon fetish is also referred to as a lunar a lunar a balooner a lunar that sounds canadian yeah a loony and a toonie eh hey some balloon fetishes reveal or revel in the popping of balloons you know and others May become anxious hey. and tearful at the very thought. Oh. I'm very sorry about that. Sorry. When it comes to rubbing balloons all over myself, I get ecstatic. Shut up. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. I, I told him <laughs> that he has a fucking tumor in his frontal lobe. <laughs> it's, it's not a tumor. It is. I'm sorry. I can't help myself. A lunar. Okay. okay so, but Whatever I don't understand say, the, papaya. I still don't understand the it popping piece. Okay. So. Because like people like the latex, they like the rubbing, the squeaky, the static, whatever. Surprise. They like the surprise. Well, I, I think that's what it is. But it, like many paraphilias, or philias, 
um, paraphilias is what it is. Uh, the origins of a balloon fetish are complex and vary between individuals. Oh, shit. But may be explained as a form of sexual imprinting. Uh, many lunars attribute their fetish to early sexual. That's a stretch. To early sexual or pre-sexual experiences. How do you have a sexual experience that connects with a balloon popping? I just want to fucking thump Joe. Just you, you just now caught that? No, I, I just, I, I'm so trying to just ignore it. Going to ignore it. <laughs> like it, it doesn't stop. Like it would, it would be great if it was just once in a while. But it's no, like it every goddamn sentence, every fucking time. I can't help myself. Yeah, I know you have a fucking tumor. Often involving their If you just their change the way you thought about puns. You could. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Often involving their being burst by members of the desirable sex. Uh, it's the pre-sexual experiences with balloons. So the These, clown popped a balloon and then I wanted to fuck clowns well, and balloons. Well, yeah, but if it's a good-looking good clown, like a, a I'm chick, sorry, I'm going to need you to define a good-looking clown. Like a chick that's dressed in like a leotard. You know, and she's got the clown face paint on, which okay. can happen. I don't think you know? I've ever seen that, but... Um, like tumblers and stuff like that. Okay. If you're into balloon animals, does that mean you're into bestiality? Would it be considered bestiality? I think you're technically still a lunar. Still balloony? A lo- you're a balloony? That would be a balloon thing. You're a loony. Uh, you're a loony. So these experiences frequently accompany or instigate a phobia of balloons in the individual, most often associated with a sudden loud noise when they burst, a form of phonophobia. Could it burst, baby? Depending on the extent to which this phobia persists through and after puberty, mm-hmm. balloon fetishists may regard balloons bursting as either essential to the experience, sexual experience, and frequently f- refer to themselves as poppers, oh. or to be avoided at all costs, non-poppers. Mm. 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 Even those who are not phobic or the act of balloon popping may prefer not to pop due to an anthropomorphized emotional attachment to the balloon. That's the guy that had the blow-up stuff. Yeah, which is perfectly normal to non-poppers. I wonder, because this just popped... Uh, fuck. That's, that's okay. not attention. So, oh, that's okay. Jesus. It's okay. It just popped into my head. Right. <laughs> is, um, what if uh, one of the fetishes is possibly where you put a balloon inside someone's asshole and then you inflate it mm. and then tie it up and it's... You know, I mean, of course you don't super inflate it because that's almost impossible, right? Um, depending no. on depending on the <laughs> depending on the person, right? No, Have you ever looked up goatsy or Madonna? That, I think Madonna can handle it too. But that's called um, uh, uh, belly inflation. Oh goddamn! Uh, this is a brave new world out there. <laughs> so, I wonder how far I could blow up balloons. I, 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 how much? How and then much you just—I mean—and then you just do that. a bunch of shit until it finally pops. And when it pops, that is like the—that is your it pops inside you. That is your climax. What if you get finally, like the latex stuck in you? You'd well, just, it's just like a condom, you, I, you know. I, I remember the first time I ever had sex, I had to help her dig the condom out. It came off during, you know, rebuying magnums, mid coitus. Yeah, so blown away a beginner's guide um, to inflation. See, it's a thing. God, there's a thing for fucking everything. Oh, by the way, I did text you today, Michael. Um, in case anybody's wondering if they would like some, if they would like some uh, homework, that the Kentucky, the was it the um, Alabama and the Mississippi hot pocket are all actually the same thing, just right. different names. Would you like me to look them up? Would you like to know more? Would you like to know more? So inflation fetish, uh, belly inflation fetish. I'm not going to show any. Why not? Oh, please, show us more. The girl's belly inflated. I'm in so intrigued. But you're not really inflating their yeah. belly. You're putting it in their butt and inflating Oh, my God. Or well, yeah, but it's not their, their belly. You're inflating their anus. No. Their, their rectum. No, their belly. 
How is it getting in their belly? Get in my belly! I mean, I, I'm not totally retarded. I know that there's like a whole different intestine down there. Right, but that's that's what it does. So what what they do is, uh, depending on depending on whatever they're using. The fuck so is wrong with German people? So if it's air, it's what they the do is they just blow air. So they put it in the butt. What if they put helium in it? Then your farts would be really high pitched. Oh my god, it'd be so fucking be awesome. awesome. Would your but, farts squeak? That would be awesome. Tie it off. So. <laughs> So what they do is they they insert something f- deep in the butt. Okay. You know, like a colonoscopy. Okay. Think of it like that. Great yeah. deep then cavity. They, then then they either it's like a they have inflatable dildos and and all sorts of things. I saw an inflatable butt plug today when I was on the interwebs. There you go. That's when I found those those butt you plugs that had three lumps on it and yeah. it said three lumps for your rump or yeah. something. Three bumps for your rump. Three Did you just say rump. interwebs? Like yeah. this new fangled technology. Yeah, the interwebs. Or the internets, whatever you prefer. I just, I don't, I usually just never. No, it was an inflatable that. butt plug. And I was like, why would anyone? And then I realized, like, it's, more than, it's, more it's, than well, it not, not because they're lunars, but it's because. It's prep. Right. You can, In case you're going to go out with a black guy. You can stretch. You can stretch the butthole. It's also an inflation thing. It could be an inflation thing. Just, I don't know how big it gets. I mean, we'll find out when I blow it up in Ryan's ass. It's, it comes with its own bike pump. Guess that really would be an inner tube. <laughs> All fucking day, dude. Yeah, All day, every day. Inflate. There's a whole website for inflatable. Oh my god, that's so round. <laughs> that's just a five inch one, too. It's just a five incher. Don't well, get excited. That, that's all. It's very round. It's very bulbous. They get bigger. Do you think? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they just the balloon gets larger. Yeah, so what is get, that? Is that a turn? No, that's a foxtail butt plug. You can get Ryan one of these. So it looks like a fox ran up your cooter. Yep. What's it? It's a tail thing. That's a whole nother fetish. Michael, write that down. <laughs> oh, God. I'm, I might as well be a virgin. <laughs> I, really might I read be. an erotic story once about people that dressed up like horses and they put horse tail butt plugs in them and then other people rode them around. Yep. I'm a pony. I'm a pony. Yep. My little pony. It's curly like I forgot a... to say let the shenanigans be. Oh, damn it. Well, it's okay. We cocktail soon. Okay, so people pop these things. Yeah, so that's... that's. Uh, I still think that just seems like an infection waiting to happen. What is a Kentucky Hot Pocket? Hmm. Here we go. I bet you can't wait to hear. Oh. oh. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. What's a Tennessee Hot Pocket? Basically the same. You pour whiskey in afterwards to clean it out? Uh, oh, you know, that would actually probably be better. I think they're all the same. Well, the, the Tennessee one is, that's corn. You're just over the border? Uh, that's <laughs> when you poop in a girl's vagina, but it has corn in it. That's t- Tennessee. Who the fuck comes up with this shit? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Literally, but it's fine. I, I, I'm not a shit fan, man. It's like Tijuana dumpster. I'm not saying I'm a shit fan either, but that's fucking hilarious. Just like when, like, uh, like that whole "Rock Your Socks" song <laughs> by, well, by by Tenacious D is ruined because of the whole part where Jack Black says "Let out a Cleveland steamer." It fucking turns me off the whole song. Okay, moving on. All hot pockets are manufactured in Kentucky, by the way. Oh no, I'll never eat a hot pocket again. I don't anyway. They're not good for you. They're not. <laughs> Okay, Debbie Downer. <laughs> the carb count's just too high. The sodium, oh my god. What was that Jim Gaffigan that was like, oh, we have the hot pocket, sir. And how is that served? Well, it's either served frozen in the middle or steaming lava hot right. in the center. Ah, oh, hmm. I'll have mine steaming lava hot. Ooh, frisky oh, are we. Like a vibrating inflatable ass plug. <laughs> oh, you can buy it on Amazon. That's good. Yeah. 
That's good. I'm glad that uh, that the the owner guy's wife's gonna get half of the proceeds for that. Twist up nipple and clitoris suction devices. Oh, okay. That's... The classic one that helped inspire a trend of vibrators. Yeah, you know the mas- the the back massage. Yeah, they have. Yeah, um, sure. It's for massage. Yeah, they got they got they got sex stuff you can sell on uh, Amazon. They got oh they got yeah, flashlights. There's um there's a website that actually has like coupon codes and stuff that I belong to, mm-hmm. and they have um sometimes adults only section and there's coupon codes to buy like uh, sex toys on Amazon. Just saying. There's a thing Why called the you know really. Don't talk to the riffraff. Don't talk. Don't talk to the audience. <laughs> Clean stream. Lube, lube launcher oh 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 within my uh, journey oh, today so i saw can... i saw lube things they look like big long syringes yeah so you and can... you shoot them up there and then you shoot the lube directly up in which i gotta say at first i was like why don't you need that and then i started remembering all these times of like lube everywhere like on hands and on sheets and shit and i'm like you know what actually it's a really good idea link pleasure products super soft erection enhancing blue cock ring there you go. Eleven bucks. Why is it? Uh, for a three pack. Why is it erection? Yeah, I think you should get the fifteen dollar one. What's the? Why is? Is there a fifteen dollar? I don't know, but I'm just. I don't saying, know. Never get, get the, the cheap. When it comes the, to certain things, you don't get the cheapest. The wedge. Um, the wedge pillow. Yeah. Okay. It's like the wedge salad. It, that's that's nothing special because they use that for people that have you know back uh, problems. Back problems. Shit. Yeah. yeah. So this bird. is yeah. this is not a sexual device. It's just you can use it. Yeah, you, Anything can be a sexual yeah, device if you're brave enough. Yeah. You slap a Valkyrie patch on in there. All of a sudden, it's a sexual tool. It's called a liberator wedge. The rib for her pleasure. The only reason you use that wedge is because you don't want to get jizz on your own pillow. That's good. <laughs> that's why is my pillow wet? I was wondering. This, like, is, this is not a sexual. That's not a sexual. That's toy. not that a salad. Like a really, seems like a really bad idea. We're, so we're looking up sex toys, and all of a sudden it goes to like the next article, and device it's a device that shreds, shreds or chops ingredients right onto pizza and salads. Not a sex toy. The salad shooter. Like, we knew that that's been out for like 30 fucking years. I think the sal- of I am pretty weeks. sure also the salad shooter is a sexual term on Urban Dictionary, if you'd care to look that up as well. Oh, let's look it up. Just saying. The salad shooter? Fun fact there's a salad shooter as well. That's where I had to leave my wife due to a sex salad fetish. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sorry. Hmm. Urban Dictionary, Mexican dirt salad. <laughs> yeah, look she, that up. Yeah, she tossed him out. Mexican dirt salad. <laughs> Typically, a fetish act started in the small Mexican coastal village of Burrito. That's bullshit. That's a lie. Burrito Hola Fajita. Whatever. Where a man shoves dirt in a woman's vagina then has intercourse with her. It's also a rite of passage for the uneducated. That's kind of stupid. Do you know that that was was not as excited as I In Spanish, burrito means small donkey. Well, you're eating a donkey stick. So when you eat a burrito, you're you're eating something called a small donkey. Yes. Yes. And the Mexicans laugh at you. Fucking white people. Stupid Americans. What's Mexican diabetes? What is Mexican diabetes? It's a type of diabetes that is contracted when your pancreas is stolen from you and sold <laughs> on the black market while you lie in a bathtub full of ice. <laughs> so uh, that's the most direct way, I guess. Wasn't that the chart? Wasn't that on Charlie the Unicorn? Yeah. What got up your ass? Sorry, man. I got Mexican diabetes, so I get grumpy from insulin deprivation. Is that why you voted Trump? One of the reasons. <laughs> I saw that and it was just like, okay. <laughs> That's fucking stolen. What was that? Charlie the Unicorn? What was he missing? A kidney? Yes. Trending. Pineapple juice. Look I up want... Papaya Ascot. Papaya Ascot. <laughs> See if there's an image. Ugh. Now looking up Papaya nope. Ascot. Oh, couldn't find it. There's picture Joe. <laughs> Child Papaya. Papaya was a Rolling Stone burger. That papaya was... Trick 2. Just try it. Just try it. Just try it. Papaya Trick 2. Well, there's Papaya Trick. <laughs> in is uh, used as a retaliation to the papaya trick, 
The person on the losing end of the papaya trick will, in most cases, attempt to do the papaya trick too. The trick loses its potency too, if too much time is allowed to pass. Okay, what is the papaya trick? Read further. I have to look at the papaya trick. Sorry, guys. You take the papaya and say to a friend, would you like to see me do a trick? Once the friend shows interest, you tell them to watch the papaya. Then while they're looking at the papaya, not you, you hit them over the head with it. You may then chuckle at their most amusing misfortune, act as if there was a lesson to be learned, apologize, and kindly ask for forgiveness, or attempt to follow it up with a reprise of the same trick. Somebody, okay, so Mike, someone took 10 minutes out of their day to write this paragraph. So while Mike is looking at papaya ascot, you go over there and hit him in the head. With a papaya. We'll call that papaya trick three. You're, okay, so let's see. So if you have just successfully executed a papaya trick, it is important that you keep in mind that you are not yet in the clear and keep your eyes open for any signs of the following. Your friend who just got hit in the head offers to take the papaya off. Your friend with the papaya now in hand offers to show you a trick of his or her own. Your friend asks you to close your eyes. <laughs> if you fail to recognize, this is so stupid. You fail to Why are you even still any, reading this? I don't know. I have to. I have to you now. You only need to remember one thing when you find yourself the victim of the papaya trick. Clench. Your friend will now try to shove the papaya up your butt. Yes! If you have failed to divert the proceeding of the papaya trick too, now the papaya is going in, whether you like it or not. You must remember to unclench or you begin to feel an increasing amount of discomfort. You must now relax your butt and allow the papaya to gently slide in. If you fail to thwart the papaya trick too, you must admit that you have been bested and convey a show of good sportsmanship for at that point you have sadly been outwitted at your own. That uh, that took a turn. (laughs) That was so stupid. Is this like in hell where they shove a pineapple up Hitler's ass? Yes. Yes. You, you're serious. Don't look up any more papaya trick, please. I'll fall the fuck asleep if you do that. I know. I, I can't. Okay, I, can't I, have no I saw chicken milk trick. too. That was the first thing I saw. Chicken, chicken milk. milk is a white liquor produced by the mammary glands of chicken and is creamy in texture. Mm. It is the primary nutrition for young chickens. No, it's not. Early lactation chicken milk contains colostrum which carries the hen's antibodies to the chick and can reduce the risk of many diseases. I just milked a chicken, but the damn thing flew away before I could collect enough. What was That's the point a lie. of that? That's a lie. I don't <laughs> you know. Milk we, we, can you milk a cat? Can you milk me, Fokker? <laughs> <laughs> I have nipples. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the joke about why the farmer crossed the road, because his dick was stuck in the... So I think balloon fetishes are stupid. <laughs> I, I don't know what to think about balloon fetishes. I've never been a big big proponent of them. I mean, like, again, like with mine, it was like, if you want to fuck a balloon, that's okay too. You know, that's that's great. That's but I don't understand the popping thing. That doesn't make any like sense. Like, why are you scaring the shit out of yourself? Balloons. Then again, people people choke themselves out. Besides, balloons have gotten way too expensive. Balloons are very expensive, and I really think if you're going to do this appropriately, you have to have helium involved. Hmm. Yeah, I would have to say you have to have helium involved. With the I think popping. I think that's important. I think if you're going to fuck a balloon, you need to like have the helium voice. Balloon fetish may be a part of the BDSM spectrum of fetishes in which a controlled amount of danger is used to elicit a How is that dangerous? fight or flight response. If you choke on it, if you don't eat the balloon. No, because it pops. How is that dangerous? In which a controlled amount of danger is used to elicit a pleasurable fight or flight response. However, there's a hazard involved. Oh. A true fetish is characterized in the DSM-4. I don't know what that means, but we're going to look it up. By its social and occupational impedance. However, it is currently the DSM-5, paraphilic disorders, to where a fetish is no longer considered a disorder, yet fetishism is classified, I don't know, la, 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 la. 
those who, you okay? Sit, stop, or lie on large balloons may be vulnerable to fall injuries. There oh, that's go. my paper. That's the hazard. When the balloons burst, additional injuries may occur due to friction and static electricity during friction. prolonged interactions with balloons. Use your lube. Choking is a potential hazard. See? That's what I was saying. For whom the fetishes may include kissing or mouthing. What? Although largely hypothetical, a lunar engaged in an orgy with multiple helium-filled balloons may sustain impact injuries, <laughs> such as pelvic fractures falling from heights at the moment of climax. What? Bubblegum fet- bubble balloon fetish. What? Bubblegum. Bubblegum is used to produce small to big balloons in the form of bubbles. In this case, the popper or non-popper difference is absent since balloons can be produced over and over. Bubblegum lunars tend to like watching people produce balloons with bubblegum or producing balloons themselves. You know, I thought it was really weird when dudes were in defeat. Yeah. Watching somebody blow bubbles is something different. Bob's Burgers features a character with a balloon. Yeah, okay, I'm done with this. Yeah, me too. Well, because if you're fucking a big balloon, like, eh, and then it pops, boom, fall down. Well, there's also other variations such as rubber glove balloons, condoms, beach balls, the wobble bubble ball. Oh, that one's supposed to be unbreakable. <laughs> Inflatable PVC plastic toys such as blow-up sharks, whales, and hammers. That's the that's the p- pool toy guy. And inflating bin liners or garbage bags. The latter is often combined with a crush fetish where the lunar is aroused by the slide of glossy polyethylene garbage bag sacks being compressed by the hydraulic compactor of a garbage truck. Uh, that's really oddly specific. In its most extreme form, this may even be combined with a form of vorophilia. Lunar des- desires to be crushed and consumed by the machine itself. Vorophilia is fucking weird. Vorophilia. Write that down. (coughs) We'll remember it then. I don't understand some of these subculture fucking fetishes. Well, and you know, I just have to wonder if they don't understand us. Yeah, you know, that's, you know. They're probably like, they just like to do that? That's it? They're vanilla. They like just other humans? That's gross. What's fun about that? They judge us. They judge us, Mike. What are you doing, Joe? What are you doing, Papaya? I was going to bring up information about how we're um, running out of helium, and uh, I was reading about it, but the article's taking too fucking long, so... We're running out of helium. Yeah. Balloon fetish. Here we go. 12 secrets that someone with a balloon fetish won't tell you. I have a balloon fetish. (laughs) Number one. One through through 12. I I, have a balloon fetish. I enjoy the sight of balloons. Well, duh. Expanding how the pressure is building and getting more intense. Lunars, poppers, non-poppers, and semi-poppers. Oh, semi-poppers. For me, a popping balloon is like a vibrator running out of batteries right while I'm in the middle of Once you pop, you can't stop. Oh, so you could actually actually have sex with a normal person while on a balloon. Right. Oh, okay. Well, that wouldn't be bad if somebody was like, I'm really into balloons and... You know, I want to lay down on the balloon while you do me. What that's if, like, that's okay. Okay, what if it's like a bisexual... Okay. okay. you know like how a bisexual guy is just actually just making a few pit stops on the way to full gayness, right? Yeah, sometimes. Okay. Sometimes they really do like both people. So what if it? What if they're just too afraid to admit that they're into fucking clowns, and so they just, they say they're into balloons at the moment, but eventually they're going to graduate to clown fucking... Are you saying that ballooning is a gateway drug to clowning? Fuck yeah, I am. I don't, I don't, I don't, unless Dr. The, Dr. Papaya. Unless, right. unless. Do, it's Dr. Ascot. Unless, okay? unless the clown is made Thank of, you. made Dr. of Papaya latex. Ascot. Unless the clown is made of latex and expands. I don't think that that would be the case. She was making her. With my acrylic nail on this fake wood here. We're running, we're running out of helium. Did you know that? <laughs> running out of fucking patience. Yeah. And wine. Fucking 
Okay. Why does sex change during a relationship? Joe. Um, because you get tired of having the same cereal every fucking day? That's not true. I could eat Frosted Flakes every fucking day. Yeah, I could do that with Honeycomb. Mm. Um, I would assume sex changes because there's there's a lot of factors. I think that, um... This is from Dr. Papaya Ascot. <laughs> PhD, DDS, VIP. Hmm. What are the variables? The variables. I would say that, um, sex drive could be one factor. It can be, Like um, you got old. Yeah, I mean, because if your testosterone levels are starting to wane, um, which also can be affected by your diet, by how much exercise you get, which also can lower your libido if you're not physically active. Um, being around a person, I mean, what if uh, over a certain amount of time you realize that you're not fucking into that person as much as you used to be? And but That's not sex changing in a relationship. That's just realizing that you don't fucking like the person anymore. And that can affect your sex, though. You know, I, well, you them. think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I brought it up. You disgust me. <laughs> Suck on my penis. <laughs> Make me a ham. Burn it in your mouth. <laughs> um, also, I think that maybe uh, people that are that are too ashamed of saying what they're into from the beginning of the relationship, eventually over months or years, they get more comfortable with their other, and they finally start doing little things to finally let it be known what they're actually into. Those those extra naughty taboo things that they might be into. That I think that can also change uh, sex and relationship over time. So the excitement is. Not are there are you just are you are you waiting until like I talk before you put in your two cents? Or no, you? I'm looking things up. So I I think this in in I think when Joe had this I think there were many variables to this and and you know as you guys know I've had various different types of relationships that can that have led to this and and I want to say that I think in a majority pretty much all my marriages but in a lot of relationships except for the current marriage is been a the, significant the, the final marriage the final one He's current the one. current she's not done yet can't let him get too fucking comfortable so in <laughs> in all the marriages so we're all giggling because what you guys don't know is that actually for the first time ryan's here at a recording so he's sitting over here on the couch right now say hi ryan hi ryan hello everybody um so there are different variables to it but in 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 every single instance there was a sharp decrease or or a difference in in the sexual drive throughout the relationship and and ultimately like culminating in a lot of points of where i would just probably rather lose a leg than have sex with that person and i think that you end up coming to like a uh, there's different variables, but I think a lot of it ends up being with resentments and relationships yeah. personally. But but besides that, I mean, there's there like you said, there's variables. There's a resentment variable. Mm-hmm. I like to call it the kid factor, which um, yeah. fucks up a lot of it. And and I don't necessarily think it's just because they really don't want to have sex with that person. Just depending on the child relationship and and how that goes when you have a child in a marriage or any type of relationship. I can know speaking from the woman's perspective of having to be the primary caretaker. Um, by the end of the day, I swear to God, if somebody else needed anything from me or wanted to touch me, I would I would just fucking die. Yeah. I would rather fucking die. I just get and, and I know a lot of that is me because I do have that introverted piece to me where I just tap out on energy that I've given out and yeah. I just can't do it anymore. But you're just you're just you're touched out. You're needed out. You're just you're just done. You just need to just not have that and so when you finally get to go to bed you finally have your space you're finally comfortable and then some dude starts revving up against you like hey baby and we're like oh my god can i just have like five fucking minutes to myself so yeah but that eventually will 
often wane unless you have four children in your house. And then some days it's still that, but (laughs) well, I I had four children in my household and my wife was sexually active while I was not. Well, that's different because she was doing that for drugs. Well, I mean, if somebody was paying me good money, I could probably muster it up. She told me once near the end of the marriage that, um, she, she didn't cheat on me before we were married, but once we got married, she said it felt like she was in a player's paradise, and so it became so more tempting to, to, to have affairs and shit. Really? Mm-hmm. She didn't cheat on you before? Yeah. Which That's I what called, she said? That's the opposite. Yeah. It's something yeah. an opposite. Yeah, usually. It's a bizarro world. Usually, they're already doing that. And yeah, anyway. before we were married, we were fucking like hamsters. And then after that, it was, uh, God, it was. That's probably yeah. somebody that was doing that for what they needed or felt that they wanted so yeah she needed you to commit i was she the wanted savior. you to be I was, yeah i was the I you was, were the savior so she was putting I was that the out captain save that's what i was until she had it locked and then she was done and then she pressed on to whoever could give her the drugs yeah i think that's the difference yeah but the other well, factor no, for it what, what about this what what if what if even though he was captain save she was looking for that but she was already doing that anyways she was just jumping from person to person that's possible too. Yeah, is expecting them to be the captain save. Yeah, you know, because I'm the one that's working and and commitment. taking care of the kids while she goes out and has you know gallivants. So, um, so I I, I have a unique uh, perspective on the way my sexual relationship um, changed with my wife because there would be times where things were okay and we would have a fairly normal one, but there was a lot of, I. I remember I used to crave affection a lot because I was, I, you know, when I was a teenager, I just constantly wanted to have a girlfriend. I never did. So when I finally did, I, I was, uh, I, I don't want to say I was overly affectionate, but I like to spend time with her all the time. And she, you know what? And looking back, I remember her saying something to me one time about why, you know, she doesn't ever want to kiss and make out on the couch or anything like that because she goes with you, it always leads to sex and I think that was just her excuse to never want to do it. I do sometimes would, would appreciate just being able to kiss or cuddle without having to have intercourse necessarily. That's that's a legit, a legit thing. Yeah, and like normally chicks. I could see that being a normal thing and being fine with it, but the so fact she that we was fucking other people. We, 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 right, we, we right. Go, well, that's yeah. different. I mean, let's just separate yeah. the fact that she was fucking other people and yeah. separate that Yeah. right now. So it seemed like, because, yeah, she was she already got what she wanted from me. And, you know, so now the thing that she wanted more, she was going out and getting drugs yeah drugs and, and and bigger cocks so oh okay well that too oh yeah joe, joe has this fucking fetish with big dicks for some reason because he likes big dicks Dude, she and fucking it's okay specifically told me on the worst day of my life which was july 15th of um 2006 was the day when she finally told me everything and that she not was that a, he's keeping track that she was a drug the worst day of my fucking life i remember it because it was like a it was surreal but yeah, when she told me she was a drug addict and she was cheating on me and she was addicted to sex and all this bullshit, um, and she said, I and when she told me she was banging her drug dealer, and I said, you know, uh, why did you have to sleep with him? She goes, well, besides For the drugs. fact that he was giving me meth, she said that he said he had an eight inch cock and I wanted to see what it'd be like. And so was it actually eight inches? I don't fucking know. I never saw his cock. You know what? Now I'm disappointed because I don't have closure. <laughs> I'm always gonna wonder now. Put that on my headstone, Michael. Yeah. I wants uh, to know if her drug dealer had an look, eight inch I, cock. I, I think that I mean look, when she had that moment of, of brutal honesty about everything, um I don't think she was lying. because she, because she, she, you know, she said that he did. She said she had yeah, he had a big one and and yeah. So So here's the other piece to this, in my opinion, is when for those of you who are curious, um 
I think the other piece that changes with it. So like when my husband and I first started dating, I think we got to see each other. I don't even know if we were actually really dating at the point. I honestly, I think we were just boning. I think it was like once a week, maybe, maybe it was once a week and he's nodding. So that's, yeah. So it was like maybe like once a week. So you have that. I, I mean, I don't know who at that point he was boning. Um, he didn't have a lot of time. So I think it was probably just a lot of phone sex um, for him with other people while he masturbated. But for me, like, it, especially towards the, the the second time that we dated, um, I wasn't screwing anybody else. So like, it was just that length in between. And so you had this entire like build up and not seeing each other every day. And then all of a sudden you would like see each other. And it was just like, it was on. Like as soon as like you, you hit the door and like clothes were gone and, and shit was happening. That's awesome. It's get like, that uh, out. What is it called? They call it absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. Right? I, I yeah. actually think that's bullshit in a relationship, but we'll touch on that later. <laughs> but um, it was, it, I think it was just a matter of like, we didn't get to see each other a lot. And, um, you know, didn't have that exposure or the opportunity. I guess. And, and we knew that we weren't going to have another opportunity for a while. So we needed to bang this shit out now. However, like, I think when you then live with somebody day in and day out, and then you realize every night that you go to bed, you could like, it just, it doesn't have the same urgency that it had before. You know that you could go to bed next to that person tomorrow night and you could still have that penis hmm. or vagina as the case may be, especially if it's eight inches or more. And you had meth. I, you know, I don't know if I could ever, like, going forward, if I could ever be in a, a stable relationship ever again. Because I there's I think I have certain criteria for things now that... Like not sleeping with a drug dealer? Um, no. <laughs> I mean, for myself, I like, okay. Um, I think one of the things that could be a, for a healthy uh, relationship slash marriage could be... Uh, regardless, I mean, unless you have a big fucking headache or you're exhausted from something... If your significant other is in the mood, and you, even when you're not, I would I would still like see if I wasn't in the mood, but she was. I would still do something to make sure that she, you know, got a little got you know got her rocks off a little bit, so that she felt more comfortable and relaxed at the end of the day or whatever. And I would hope that she would do the same. Now that can that can happen, but there are also also times too, like as a wife, mm-hmm. that um that's really the last thing you want to do, or you just don't feel good or whatever. And, and so it's that, like it's yeah. it's like a pretty it's a pretty easy no. Then that's why I I just I don't know. So I, that's why I think it changes. It's not only I think different factors you have like if you have kids in the house if you have an infant in the house if you haven't slept in four days if you have resentments which i think is the biggest one yeah um that happens in relationships but i think just in general i think when people start complaining of like oh we just don't have that flash urgency Mm -hmm. that we used to have or it's just not as hot as it used to be i think it's just it's really because you have a consistent exposure to that person it's not because they take shit and it's not because they left their underwear on the floor and it's not because they fart it's because you have that person every night and you don't have that same where you know you're not going to see them for like another set of time. I I think that for me, um, being someone who on a nightly basis would go, would, would be yearning for that other person to, to want to physically, you know, touch them or be intimate with them. And they never do for years and years of having to go through that. I wouldn't want anyone else to go through that, that I'm in the relationship with. So, um, moving forward if that like i said i i would to a fault because i used to do this shit when i was married i i you know i come home exhausted and i do the foot rubs i would go down for 15 fucking minutes to 45 minutes regardless of how long it took to make sure she got her rocks oh yeah on. see there's there's even nights i don't even want to do that i don't have the energy for that shit yeah. i don't even want to try okay. to come that way no so, thank you yeah it's 
Just put your penis in me. Okie dokie. <laughs> just stop with the eating out. Just put your penis in me. Yeah, I'm see, tired. And look, and that, that, yeah, you know what? That's not for me. Because if the other person's not into it, then I'm not fucking into it. So Yeah. Uh, well, see, then you don't get the sex, sir. Sometimes it has to be. You know what the worst one is? And, and actually, just so you guys know, like those listening. So my husband's been sitting in here watching us do this. And this is the first time he's been up here for a recording. And he just stepped outside for a few minutes. But what's what's even funnier is because like he'll know that like I'm exhausted. And he'll be like, you get on top. And I'll be like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like we'll be in the middle of like, no. Like I, no, I wanted to go to bed. I don't want to get on top. No, no, no. So that's. Yeah, that's just like asking for too much. Slap him. Yes. Slap his penis. No, penis. I'm not getting on top. I will not ride you, penis. (laughs) No penis. Not tonight, penis. That's a bad penis. Bad penis. (laughs) (laughs) He's still outside talking away like he he doesn't even know we're talking about slapping his penis right now. That's okay. We're being loud enough that he should hear it. He's just just ignoring it. Fucking running away. Do you have any hot dogs in the fridge? We could just grab one and just start slapping, slapping it, it so you can see it through the window. Boing, did boing, did boing, did boing. Yeah, just stand up and turn around and slap your own penis. There you go. Just slap your own penis. Still sore from shaving today. Oh, Jesus. Jesus <laughs> Christ, shaving your penis. So I guess it was actually kind of a combination I, of Heather shitting on a relationship and... and what do you, what, what you got to say, Mike? Tell me with your strong hand, Mike. Joe tell me about sent me a text today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, he's going to get it. Because it doesn't, it does, it doesn't do any justice for me. Paraphrase. So, you, so Joe wasn't the. So I wasn't the only one sending you weird text messages today. No. <laughs> I win. <laughs> Better than three bumps for your rump. So, I clipper trimmed my nethers for the first time in a decade. A and decade. There, and there was blood everywhere. What? Mm-hmm. The area you cut must yourself? be so tender from all the lack of pelvic action. And it's... then he sends me a picture of hands that are just bloody hands. <laughs> bloody hands. It was a giphy, yeah, <laughs> super bloody hands over a sink, yeah. Looks <laughs> <laughs> like it's from. Uh, it's like poltergeist. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It looks like it's from poltergeist. <laughs> I find your lack of response disturbing. I said, put aftershave on it. <laughs> Ooh, goddamn. Mm. You know what would cure that? Rubbing alcohol. Oh yeah, mm. thank you. Um, nice you know what? My, my problem is I didn't put the guard, the plastic guard, over the the, the the clippers, and so and these are full on head clippers, so they're not the you little beer trimmer sh- ones. You weren't shaving it at a two; you were shaving it at. Bear. I was at a fucking zero, so um, <laughs> and yeah, it, um, so yeah, it it, it clipped, it cut at least three or four spots, little 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 nicks, but you bleed a lot down there apparently. So well, yeah, you do because I um I injured myself a while back. What? Is- how did you? Oh. I I have psoriasis. Well, yes, as we all know. Yes, and it gets everywhere. Every ball psoriasis. Yes, awesome. So, um, this was what a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I I get real itchy down there, like real bad. Yeah. So like it's just not just nonstop like fucking scratching, scratching, scratching. I don't care who's around. I just scratch. It's like crap. I will. I will scratch the shit out of myself. <laughs> he looks at him right in the eye. He goes, "It's psoriasis." Ah! I'm just looking. I'm like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> you want? Don't look away. Don't look away. Keep looking at me. Yeah. Don't look. Don't look. Don't down. blink. Don't, don't look blink. down. Make it. Yeah. Don't make it weird. Yeah. Don't make it weird. Just keep looking at me. <laughs> don't say anything. Shh. Well, apparently, I, I, I went too far. You scratched a hole in it, Mike. I scratched a hole in my sack. Ooh, oh, God damn it. that sounds. You weird. were there. I know. I know. But like. 
Oh, the like, old scrotum hole. Imaginary-wise, I just picture a fucking hole and your finger going right into your fucking sack. Well, that's because you're... I know. It's just because you're twisted. That is I, terrible. I, I, I grew up watching 80s horror films, so what do you want? So, so I was scratching, I'm like, that doesn't feel right. <laughs> so I, I pulled my hand away, and it's fucking full of blood. And she was like, what happened? I was like, my balls are bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> Like what? It's like yeah. Apparently, I scratched myself, so I had to go get tissue. You know, pack it in there, wipe, wash my hands off, and then it starts itching in the same spot again. You're like, no, no, stop it! Just yelling at my dick. So stop just, scratching. I'm just down. I'm just crouched over, yelling at my balls. Stop itching! You're already bleeding. There's nothing more I can give you. Stop it! What do you want from me? Yeah. Why do you itch so much, <laughs> fucker? Yeah. Oh, the irony. It's awesome. I'm sorry you got a hole in your balls, Mike. Some people do that on purpose with piercings. That's true. However, now that I know that that happens, and knowing is half the battle, G.I. Joe, I I cut my nails now. Good, good. And I do let them grow out, but they. That's good. That's a good thing. (laughs) Now, when it itches, you won't tear your balls. (laughs) Yes, I won't tear my fucking sack open. Don't you hate it when you tear your sack open? Oh, God. Oh, he just shivered. Look at that. Oh, God, because I yeah. feel the way other people Gen- don't. Yeah, genitalia um, injuries are always fucking harsh for me. I, it never happened to you, so you wouldn't know. I pushed a baby out of my crotch. for fucking 10 years. I, yeah, it happened. I pushed a baby out of my crotch twice and got stitches. You can't fucking phase me. <laughs> okay, one more. I'm going to save this one for the next number. Okay. But I do. Oh, was it, what was it? Was it a letter or are we saving it now? Uh, no, we're gonna do this, the letter. I want. I had a story about somebody masturbating too much in rock music, but was it the sixty? Was it the sixty-two, 62 times? Limit, yeah. 62 times? No, that was sixty-one's <laughs> the limit. Yeah, like the shit hits the, the fan. The speed we already of, talked about that a couple of episodes ago. Speed limit of masturbation. The shit hits the fan. Episode of South Park. Oh, they you got to see this. See shit sixty-two times. So Joe and I were doing our podcast. <laughs> I think and, I just hit the microphone with my tits. I just want that to be done. And we found, and Joe found this. It's called a cake stool. It's a $25,000 plush stool. Well, they look like cheap fucking stuffed animals made into a stool. We could make that. That's what I was telling them. We could make that. And you know what? People who were had a fetish with with uh, plushies with plushies would love that. I hope there's free delivery. Why do they delivery. call it a cake stool? I don't know, but it's called a cake stool. Free shipping. Mm, cake by the ocean. Cake stool. For stibs. So, so now we know what our new business model is. Cake stools. Cake stools. I'm going to make a lot of cake stools. In fact, I could make a cake stool right now. You want to see? No, not really. That means I'm going to shit. Did you want to see it, Joe? Is that like a Kentucky Hot Pocket? Yeah. So I'm going to put it in your vagina. I need you to bend over, Mike. She's going to poop into your vagina. That would be you. Your mangina. (laughs) What'd you call it? Nature's purse. Nature's pocket. Nature's pocket. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to shit in your asshole. It's nature's pocket. It doesn't even make any sense. Shitting in someone else's asshole, though, doesn't make any sense. That wouldn't be a hot pocket. No, kind of. That'd be a transfer of intelligence. Well, hey, have you ever seen spit swapping? I mean, you're shit swapping. You can do it, I guess. Uh, nah, never mind. Gape it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to need a judge's ruling on that. I'm going to need That's people why to... I could never, I could never take them all seriously every time I'd walk by the gap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need people to write, to write us or comment and let us know what they think shitting in somebody else's asshole would be. It's I'm going to poop in your butt. Shut the fuck up, motherfucker. I'm going to poop down your butt. It's poo for the price of one. Uh, okay, what's the dear? What's the editor? All right. Ready? Yeah. Uh, Wait. 
Dear Miss Heather. Let me find my center. I am ready. Are you ready? Dear. Oh, is that, that's the wrong. Dear Miss Heather, I am unemployed <laughs> and looking. Mm-hmm. I'm a 24 year old male who is the oldest of four. My three sisters are a 20 year old who has a part time job and goes to college, a 14 year old, and a 12 year old. We all live at home with our physician parents. Our longtime cleaning lady recently quit, and my parents seemingly have no interest in hiring a replacement. My sisters and my father don't help with the chores because they are seen as either too young or too busy. At most, they will unload groceries or assist in cooking a meal. My mother encourages this and does a fair amount of the work herself, but she has a job, so I'm frequently told to handle the dishes, cooking, pickups, and drop-offs for after-school activities. Garbage and recycling, groceries, miscellaneous errands, and the occasional childcare. I get no sympathy or help. My parents don't even bother to rinse their plates properly. They just leave them piled in the sink for someone else, and my mother recently yelled at me for giving her attitude when I hadn't said a word. This situation is making it harder for me to get a job because I'm tired all the time, and my parents don't listen to a word that I say. I'm not aware of the fact that as the oldest, more is expected of me. I'm not unaware, I should say. But I think this is well past the point of what's expected. What should I do? What should I do? How old is this person? 24. How old are their siblings? 12 and... 14, yeah. 12. Are they paying rent? And 20. Are they paying rent? Well, obviously not. One of them is well, unemployed. Well, then shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut up. Do you know how much I do? That is insane. I'm a mother with a job. I have a lot of children. No, I don't expect the little kids to do as much of that because I chose to birth them. Well, two of them. The other two I chose to bring on. But... I mean, for fuck's sake, if you're 24 years old and you're fucking living at home and you ain't got no fucking job, guess what you get to do? Every fucking thing in the house. And not even to your specifications. You get to do it to however your mother wants it done. And that's the primary reason I have an issue with other people doing chores, because they don't actually do them appropriately. They do them by their half-ass standards. Sounds familiar. (laughs) I don't want their half-ass standards. I want my fucking standards. Same reason mom always fired cleaning ladies. They didn't do it right. That That is retarded. So, 24-year-old, do you feel put upon? I fucking hope so. You know what would solve that? Get a job. Pay rent. Then you have a say. Then you have a say. Actually, you don't even really have a say. You're just paying rent to be there. You know what the best... Oh, you know what you should do? You should really show your parents? Is move out. (laughs) Yeah, that'll show them. That'll show them. They won't have anybody to pick up your little siblings anymore. And they can figure it out on their own. Get a a roommate and fucking move out. You can tell them to fuck off. From your apartment elsewhere. Come clean my house. Fuck off from my apartment. Fuck off from yeah. my apartment. I don't have to clean your house. I don't fucking live there. You need to take oh. care of your siblings. And there's a 20-year-old there that can fucking help out as well. Yeah. That that person, I don't give a fuck about college. Once you're out of high school, I don't give a shit. College <laughs> is different. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't get to go to college and not have to do anything else. I had to have a fucking job. So... They can piss off. Are she, they really bitching about she that? She was old in the fucking 80s, dude, and she's still alive. Who, Dr. Ruth? Yeah. Is this a Dr. Ruth letter? No. That has nothing to do with sex. I know. I'm trying to find them. Are you trying to find a Dr. Ruth letter? Is that just my answer to every hey, single you letter? You can shove her up your ass and inflate your ego. Yeah. Okay. Fuck off from over here. Fuck off from over there. Fuck off from my apartment. It, it would have been better if Joe had not said anything about Dr. Ruth until after he had been finished, but yeah, whatever. That's okay. We can do Dr. Ruth now. That That is, I mean, just so, so all of you listening or anyone else out there, if you're 24 years old and you don't have a job, too bad. <laughs> Suck it up, buttercup. 
You're lucky you have a be roof. A, be appreciative. My you children, my children are as spoiled as they are. They already know that like once they graduate from high school and they're 18, they don't have options. I tell my sons, you know, I get off, I get off my fat ass with a herniated disc every goddamn day and go to work for four hours. I said five hours, dickhead. And <laughs> and then uh, so you guys can do the dishes and not wait a day and a half, you know, in between sessions. Keep the fucking apartment clean. Oh, but there's so many dishes. Yes, because you fuckers use them every yeah. day. Yeah, exactly. What, Mike? I answered the letter. What more do you want me? Not you. What did I do? Again. It's not you. It's not you. It's the interwebs. It's not you. It's me. Did I make an unintentional It's not you. It's me. It's not you. It's me. It's it's not you. It's this web. And then it's you. It's still partially you. It's all about me. It's okay. And partially Joe. I'll be the Dark Knight. I'll take on the blame. You get to be the Dark Knight. Okay. I'll be the Pasty Knight. All right. So he just passed a title that said, how can I help my partner last longer in bed? Why can't time just make a website that is not normal? Shitty? Can a relationship oh. overcome infidelity? Oh, that should be a whole other episode, Mike. Yeah, we're we can't delve into that on this episode. That's the whole. That's the next one, dear Miss Heather. So for the next episode, all right. So mental note, fans, all two of you. <laughs> what is the drink of the day? Oh, I wrote it down because you told me, but I'll let you say it. You can say it. The anus burner. What is the anus burner, Heather? I I don't fucking know. It's actually. one part tequila. Oh. One slice of jalapeno pepper <laughs> and a dash of hot sauce. Oh, God. Ow. You drink enough of those, you will be burning your anus. Did I ever tell you about the time I had diarrhea uh, and a hangover and I'd had a pepper steak the night before? No. No. Oh, I was wetting toilet paper in my hotel room just trying to apply it to my anus because it burned so bad. So bad. <laughs> Little stinky nubbins. Oh, my God. It burned so bad. I've never had a pepper steak burn that bad before. It was insane. I ate a Bobby Flay's restaurant drank a lot of tequila that night and ate a pepper steak. Bad combination. Bobby Flay's? Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, whom I think is a huge douchebag. Huge douchebag. But the restaurant was there and it was like a few years ago and I ate at the restaurant. But he is a huge douchebag. Are you sure he's just not a, he has to be a douchebag otherwise people try to take advantage of him? No, I think the guy's actually a douchebag. I, I used to watch a lot of Bobby Flay, like, uh, he goes up against, like, Good Cooks of America or something like that. Like, people, like, write in and be like, oh, here we go. More to her day. Stung oh. him unmerciful. Oh, they were like awful. That was me. That was me, but sitting on a toilet in a hotel in Vegas. <laughs> I had to apply it in the, wetting in the toilet sock. tissue in with cold water and applying it to my anus. That's that's what happened there. <laughs> oh God, it was awful. Awful. Oh, it's awful. So my buddy Nick and I do a great uh, Mort the Jew impression. Why do glasses that. cost more at the store? They, uh, because glasses do cost more at the store. That's just what that is. Saul Rosenberg. Oh, Saul. <laughs> oh, yeah. yes, I bought glasses there. My name is Saul Rosenberg. Yes. And my eyes are going crazy. Okay, well, let me pull your record card. Hold on. Okay, thank you. There's a lot in the city, and sometimes people get confused. I don't have a record card on you. How long ago did you buy it here? About four days, and my eyes is going crazy. And Mr. Rosenberg, I don't believe you bought it at this office because I'm the only one here. 
I don't wear glasses, and it was four days ago. I, um, uh, we're at 30 E60. You need an appointment. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, so awful. Oh, so oh, sorry. So bad. Horrible hemorrhoids. So yeah, but so the moral story is is uh, with this anus burner. I um I would not recommend. A I I this was a shot that I wasn't gonna do. Um, but you did. No, no, it was different. I didn't do the jalapeno and, and hot sauce. I didn't do the anus burner. I did my own version, uh, and that was <laughs> which was pepper steak. Pepper steak and a lot of tequila. Uh, pepper steak and tequila. <laughs> pepper steak tequila. <laughs> Just a really really fucking bad idea all yeah, the way around. That uh, peppered vodka. Oh my god. Oh, can you imagine? That would be an anus burner. We should make our own anus burner. It's called like shots of pepper tequila and giant pepper steaks. <sighs> no, okay. So I was talking about Bobby Flay. Ghost it's like the best cooks of America. Like, and they had this big black lady and she could make the best biscuits. And I don't doubt her. I think that she probably made amazing biscuits. And he's like, I'm going to go get her. I'm going to make a biscuit recipe too. So I'm going to put in some, he put in like a whole bunch of weird motherfucking shit. You don't put in a fucking biscuit to try and like Bobby flay it up. Like celery. Yeah. And he made like some sort of weird, like fucking compote, like just terrible shit in this compote. And she just had like strawberry jam. And I'm like, Murphy hamburger. Why are you fucking up a biscuit? It's just a biscuit and jam. Just make a biscuit. And he couldn't. He had to put like fucking like peppercorns in it and, and mango salsa. Uh, probably that was in, in mango papaya. chutney yeah. salsa. He put papaya ascot yeah. in there. And he had some creme de fraiche. Sure he did. <laughs> and some creme, creme de fraiche. Creme de mint and creme de fraiche. Mm-hmm. I'm Bobby Flay. Bobby Flay's got to fuck up biscuits. That's my new Twitter handle. Bobby Flay's <laughs> fucked up biscuits <laughs> at twitter.com. <laughs> Just, what, just what are you thinking, papaya? Uh, no, no, what is no. a papaya ascot? Uh, no, just... Did you put papaya on your biscuits? No, no. There's, there's... <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm done with this shit. All right. I guess uh, we're going to call it a night on this one. We are. All right. Joe. All right, papaya. What? What? what, don't, what? Act, don't act fucking hot, papaya. <laughs> Cocktails out.